All right. How are you getting on? Are you Ellie? Well, and you will be loved. Guys, when you go, guys, uh, can you please sign my petition to get Maroon 5 to represent Ireland in the Eurovision, please? <laughs> Would you just sign at the bottom and put on your socials as well? Guys, two petitions here for you. One is uh, to get Maroon 5 to represent Ireland in the Eurovision 2025, and the other one is to retcon the winner of the 2008 World Cup because Ireland had a disallowed goal because of Thierry Henry's handball. <laughs> you know what I mean? We would have won. I know we, you know, it wasn't actually a disallowed goal. It was just, um, that was a petition going around. It was like, um, can our, uh, the all the Irish people signed a petition to have Ireland be considered for an extra uh, place in the World Cup? And Seth Blatter laughed at us. He was like, laughter, sorry. Laughter. No way. Well, I think he laughed at the at the lack of cash in the envelope when someone presented this to him. He was like, Are you joke me? You know? We should have we should have done a whip round. See, this is the power of social media and the power of um of online. Like if everyone if every Irish person had given a grant, what would we have got? I mean, what would that be? Population of Ireland. Of Ireland. Um Population of Ireland is what I'm after. Please, guys, do not interrupt me. Um, 4.9 million. All right, so that's 4.9 million. Okay, so that would be... Uh, everyone gave us a grand, right? It would be 4.9 billion. Everyone gave a grand. Are you telling me? Not even that. We wouldn't even need that. What would... What would how would... Uh, 250 quid. 1.2 billion. Are you telling me Seppler is not going to get us in for 1.2 billion? Did you know all you had to pay was 250 quid, the whole or even the household? How many households? No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> well, no, hang on. What's what's the minimum? What what is the the, the minimum? Two or 200 quid be if everyone are 908 980 million. Do you know what? Here, fucking a quid. Are you telling me Seppler would not one pound if every Irish person had given one pound twenty, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 5.8 million. Are you telling me crooked old Sepp Blatter wasn't going to squeeze us in for getting a, a big thick envelope of 5.8 million in it? This is what we... We just need someone to unify us enough to just, you know, put our hand down the back of the couch, do a whip round. Just a big... The biggest whip round bribe in history. Look, I don't know if you can tell. I, uh, <laughs> I don't really have much planned for this intro. And I'll tell you why. Because I have a lot to get through. I have a lot to get through here on this pod because I'm talking about the Eurovision Song Contest. It is the month of May. It's going to be May. Speaking of May, I cannot wait. JT, your fucking head is coming, mate. Your head is going to be on the chopping block for what you did to Janet. I know I've been hammering on about it on the pod for ages, but your head is on the chopping block now when that documentary comes out about what you did to Janet. Everyone knows you knew. Everyone knows you knew and we're coming for you. You thought, you know, you know, you thought you got a bit of, a bit of heat from the Britney doc. You have no idea what's coming your way, sunshine. You have no idea. Anyway, um, look, before I get start talking about the Eurovision, because I will be talking about that ad nauseum, uh, I want to congratulate everyone on uh, getting to the next level of, uh, of free, you know, restrictions or whatever. I mean, there's not much of a change. And to be honest, I feel for all the non-essential retailers going back to work. Being, oh, well, I work in non-essential retail, so I'm going back to work. Can we not just call it, like, the nice stuff, you know? There's essential retail, and it's like, you know, the treat yourself kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> I mean, just something nice, do you know what I mean? I don't want people, I don't want people feeling like they're not special. You are special. Right? Even though I haven't even gone, I haven't, I don't know a single, sh- I haven't had to go into a shop. Or maybe I just haven't been browsing too much. I don't know what shops have been closed. That's how privileged I am. I haven't, you know, it's not like I've been been surprised. McDonald's kind of, kind of floored me now for a while when that wasn't open. 
but I'm out of it, guys. I'm out of my breakfast, uh, my McDonald's breakfast thing. I'm out of it. And wait, uh, that's 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 a that's a non-essential item for me now going forward. Stood in the scales there. Wow, oh my god, stood in the scales there. And I had the other, I had the the app that I have for the scales. Ask me again. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? This is the same cunt, right? Couldn't believe it was the same person. I said. Am I malfunctioning? Am I an immaculate machine after breaking because of the logic of how, <laughs> of how this is just a different weight than the last time? So, look, I, something drastic had to be done. So the drastic thing is not eat McDonald's breakfast every morning. And I'm feeling better for it. I feel lighter. I feel, uh, I feel fresher. Um, and I know a couple of you guys looking to feel a bit fresher this week. You're getting your hair cut. Oh, look, can I just implore you, okay, if you're a young fella or a lady or whatever, whatever you go by, and normally you have a bit of a fade, and you felt obliged to have a bit of a fade. Your hair's grown out a little bit. And you've just been, the last couple of nights, just kind of looking at yourself about 11 o'clock at night. You've got a nice lamplight on you. Your hair is kind of cascading over your eyes. You're looking pretty sweet. You're looking pretty hot. Uh, you've been able to tie your hair up in a little bun. You're into that, right? You're into that. You wear it at home. But then you go outside and you're like, I'm not wearing the hair in the bun. Can I implore you to consider? Life is short, okay? It's long, but it's short. Consider keeping the hair. Do you know what I mean? When you're in your 20s and 30s and you haven't done something, like like my mate Charlie, he really wanted to wear hats, right? But he was in his 30s and he thought, I can't just start wearing a hat now. Everyone's going to start calling me a hat guy. It's the same thing as when my cousin Omar wore a long T-shirt and everyone called him a fuckboy, you know? You can't. And, it, and they called him a fuckboy for the day, but then it was over. Then that's just what he wears, you know what I mean? You start coming out with pink shoes. Everyone calls you fucking Inspector Clouseau. You know, a panther fame because you're wearing pink sneakers um, of panther fame. You know, it happens for the day. So you might be called little egghead, little egg bun, top of your fucking stupid cunting head, a little man bun, fucking dickhead, hipster twat, you know, or 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 fucking, you know, might start calling you sketchbook because your hair is over your eyes like DiCaprio and Titanic. You know, they might be calling you that. They might be calling you loads of names, but they'll call you that for the day and then they'll let it go. People are very... If we've seen from even the December that we had where everyone just, it was like an absolute Caligula harem were hanging out with people, scoring the whole off each other. People completely forgot there there was, we were in the eye of a storm of an epidemic. People are resilient, okay? So just remember that. Just remember that, you know, people will get over whatever new thing you want to try, even, even if that is your hair. Having said that, you know, I'm also going to get a haircut, hopefully. Hopefully next week. Um... But look, just consider consider welcoming some of the changes that you have, you know. This is a perfect opportunity for you. It's not like it's it's been too long to just go completely back into the the habits that you were in, you know. And also, don't listen to anything I'm saying. Literally, my, my major lifestyle change is not eating hash browns every morning, right? So I can't really throw stones. But consider the fact that when you're going back to the the the, the new normal, that it will be so different that you can kind of decide to adopt whatever new habit you want. So just consider that. Consider that if that you want, uh, if you want to introduce a new instrument of change within the mix. Um, <laughs> but enough of that, show. Honestly, all I've done is stop eating hash browns, so don't listen to me. I want to talk about the sponsor of this week's podcast, and I want to tell you that they are the only sponsor there is, and they are the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. And look, I'm not going to tell you things you already know. 
about the Dubliner, the fact that they are a cool distillery out of the heart of the Liberties, they're a local Dublin distillery, the fact that they have a cool new sexy bottle, the fact that they have a tasty Irish whiskey, and the fact that it's aged in bourbon casks gives it a hint of sweetness, making it perfect for both whiskey and bourbon cocktails. That's stuff you already know. You also already know that this is a whiskey that allegedly has appeared all through history, <laughs> in my, uh, at least according to the website that I've been frequented, irishhistoryforfuckinglegends.org. Uh, you know all that, but one... How about I tell you what you can just do with it, guys? You can fucking drink it. Do you know what I mean? You can fucking drink it. And considering the fact this is Eurovision month, I decided what we could do is look at some European cocktails, whiskey cocktails, that you can add your Dubliner to. And, uh, and guys, feel like fucking Carmen San Diego drinking a couple of European cocktails. So this is a cocktail that I've uh, created. Um, you know, this is, uh, this is my whiskey take on the Italian Negroni. So here we are off to Italy. Uh, and what I'm calling this cocktail is uh, the, the, the Bunga Bunga, right? And the Bunga Bunga is um, like a Negroni, except it uses, um, it uses Dubliner. Dublin or Irish whiskey. And what you do is you take, um, if you have a little jigger, a little measure, you have usually a half measure and a full measure. So what you want to do is take one and a quarter measures of your Dubliner Irish whiskey uh, and pour that into a chilled uh, mixing glass. And from that, you want to add uh, one measure of Campari, one measure of sweet vermouth, and you want to stir that until well chilled. And make sure there's ice in the glass, guys. Make sure it's, make sure it's so chilled, it's like a bunch of Fonzies <laughs> floating in the glass, huh? A bunch of Fonzies, but we're cool. And then you want to strain that uh, into a nice um, kind of a tumbler, a uh, whiskey tumbler over some fresh ice and garnish with a little orange twist. And there you have my world-famous cocktail, not the Boulevardier, I'm calling it the Bunga Bunga, the take on the Italian Negroni with whiskey. I'll be drinking them, watching the Eurovision. I recommend you do too. But enough of that, let's get into this. And no, there will be no theme song because this is a special edition and we need to save as much time as we can when we get into this. So look, uh, I'm going to be com- there's going to be 18 scraps in this podcast for the first 14 if you want to check over on the Patreon that was part 1 but I'll tell you what already happened there just to give you a bit of an update um, what you had was you had you're not necessarily going to know all these yet but uh, the Netherlands 1969 um, beat France you had uh, Sweden Waterloo beat arguably who I think would have been the winner of the 2020 Eurovision, Iceland, would think about things. You had Lulu, you might remember from Take That, you got the best strong enough to walk all to the night, yeah. You know, Lulu, uh, she had a song for the UK in 1969 called Boom Bang Along, that beat Spain. You had uh, a kind of a weird kind of dank rap from the Netherlands in 1959 by like a kind of a Stepford wife uh, called Eina Beche, and that got through. Um, you have Ireland beating the Netherlands. Why me? Linda Martin beating the Netherlands 1975. You had Katrina and the Waves, uh, a 1997 winner for the UK, beat Italy in 1964. Uh, you had Rock and Roll Kids from 94. Ireland beat Norway in 1985. You had Hard Rock Hallelujah from Finland beat Austria in 1966. You had Dana International, not our Dana, lose to Switzerland, which was uh, Celine Dion, uh, who is not from Switzerland. So we'll have to look into that. Maybe they did a Kickstarter whip around to get her to perform then. Um, you have Austria 2014, Conchita Wurst, who is through, uh, beating Luxembourg's 1961, a very boring one, as I recall. Johnny Logan is through. He beat Yugoslavia in 1989. You have, uh, with this Hold Me Now, What's Another Year is yet to take part. You have um, Emer Quinn, who beat arguably one of the best Swedish bangers, well, they're all great. The Swedes are just the best pop writers uh, in the world. Uh, beat uh, 1991's um, Fingad um Stormwind, uh, which sounds like such a most most epic elemental battle, um, but it's actually just a kind of a banging kind of uh, 80s jam um, that you might see in a, 
in a kind of look who's talking montage. Uh, you also had Serbia, that which uh, the, the Liz Lemon wearing a tux beat 1960s um, uh, France. You had Denmark fly on the wings of love beat Monaco, who probably weren't even from Monaco, with Unbank, Unruh, and something else. And now we're getting into uh, the next 18. And this one is one of my favorite Eurovision songs um, of all time. Let me, let's just get this here. Um, sorry, I'm going to be loading. So look, this is not going to be Iron Tight. See, again, that's a sound that I didn't want to play there. Um, this is going to be fucking raw today, right? You can you can get fucking Gordon, you can get Tilly and his son on the blower because it's fucking raw, uh, this pod, because I have too many moving parts here that I cannot edit this whatsoever. So you're going to have to bear with me. You might hear a couple of YouTube ads, but look. This is raw. This is probably something that ideally I would love to do on a live stream. However, YouTube will would take me down in a heartbeat if they um, if they heard me. But with podcasts, um, for whatever reason, you just seem to be able to, to get away with it. I'm just going to sync up the audio myself with the audio. So please do excuse this beep. Three, two, one, beep. And uh, that'll sync up the audio. Uh, okay, right. Let's get onto it. Okay, so this is one of my favorite Eurovision songs of all time. This is the first scrap of part two. It is Norway 2009 winner, um, Fairy Tale versus um, France 1962. So let's hear Fairy Tale um, from 2009. This is Alex Rybeck. Um, and this, what a performer is this gentleman. And again, do not listen to that shite. Um, here we go. We're skipping straight in. We're in. You might remember this one. Young lad with a fiddle. Handsome young fella. Just gonna turn it down a little bit there. Okay, so let me tell you about this. Well, again, sorry, I'm just gonna stop it here. Before this, I should just tell you that uh, what I, what, the mistake I made last year when doing this uh, contest was I, I, I basically spunked all my facts up front. I gave you all the facts up front, and then it meant that when we actually got into it and because it's a tournament there are quarterfinals there are semi-finals people return uh, and I kind of run out of facts so this there are no facts this is my first impressions of the song the first thing that comes to mind later on when we get into the semis and the quarters and the knockout stages then where the winners knockout stages uh, I will be looking into maybe where this song came from maybe some of the writers maybe see if there's uh, recurring winners all these kind of Eurovision facts for the Eurovision aficionados that'll be coming later on this is just my initial first impressions or at least when it gets into the recent memory 2009 my my memories of seeing this so here we go so this is a guy playing the fiddle and fucking bellowing this song out I'm gonna not swear as much sorry he's a handsome young fella he's got a big mouth and a big face I don't know if you remember this. This is a great one. It's a it's a big performance, effortlessly confident, tight as a drum. So as well as bellowing this out straight from his stomach, he then goes ninety into a fiddle, and just so effortlessly cool in the pocket, knows what he's doing, knows how he's delivering. Let's skip ahead, maybe to the end. So this performance, he's wearing a vest. There's also a couple of um, kind of traditional dancers around him. I'm going to skip ahead to the end here. So some big 
a lot of people wearing kind of suspenders, that kind of like, you know, farm, <laughs> Norwegian farm kind of vibes, I think. I, know, I would never been to a Norwegian farm. My friends own a Norwegian farm. Wow, bold. And he ends on the, he ends on the fiddle. He ends on the fiddle. That was uh, Eurovision winner 2009, Alex, Alexander Rybeck with Fairy Tale. And that is up against, that is up against uh, France 1962. And look, spoiler alert, you have enough fucking hope, Sunshine. You have enough fucking hope. Oh, actually, I do, I do really like this one. I do like this one. Um, so this is Isabelle Aubrey um, performing Un Premier Amour. A song are potentially about the premiership. Un premier amour. I do speak fluent French. I believe it. I believe it means um, I love the premiership, or the, uh, my my number one premiership love. She's effortlessly cool as well. Premier amour, premier amour. Okay. Decent. She's very cool. She's kind of got a Carmela Soprano kind of vibe. So you'd be hearing this from the cop. You'd be hearing this from the cop band. Oh, Premier Rimbaud, Premier Rimbaud. They might say life of birds. <laughs> Premier Rimbaud. Number one, you know, when you're number one in the premiership, um, uh, this is what you sing. <laughs> uh, look, I do speak fluent French, and I know that this sounds very, very sad. Look, um, I'm just going to stop here. One of the notes that I had when I listened to this the first time was, look, this song... This song is fine. Might get away with it if it goes up against a croon. But if this goes against a banger, it's going to lose. And it has gone up against a fucking banger with Alexander Ryback's fairy tale. So my condolences to you, Isabel Aubrey. You are a stunning woman, um, likely dead now because this was 1962. Um, but look, um, my best to your, your, your family. And I hope your, um, your children uh, in their 70s have... Have got their injections. Uh, okay, next up we have. Um, so, congratulations, Alex. You are through to the next part of the Eurovision Pod contest. Um, so, we have two Swedens battling it out: Sweden '99 versus Sweden '84. Now, I'm I'm going to be honest. Uh, this uh, look. Let's just get into it. I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of this um, of this '99 Sweden tune. Um, it's kind of. It's kind of like a 70s tune masquerading as a 90s tune. We got a Swedish Katie Price performing here dressed as Jasmine. I mean a bit of a bit of ABBA vibes with the keys. Here's the chorus. Here we go. That's shite. It's this fucking steps granny shit. 
look, it's tight. All right, it's tight. It goes around. Da, 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 da. Take me to your heaven. It's satisfying. It's rounded. It's like it. 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 You know. It's. It, it, it's satisfying enough, but it's. 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 It's old. It's old, lame, granny shit, and I have no idea how it won. Uh, how it won that year. <laughs> I'm not. I don't mean to be laying into it too hard. I'm just not. I'm not a fan of that sort of. Da 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 da. You know, it's very. It's kind of like honky tonk meets. You know, all I want for Christmas is you. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I feel like I'm being too harsh on it, but I'm just not a fan. But look, that is up against um, 1984's Sweden. Diggly do, diggly day. Want to detox your body? You stop showing me these ads. I keep getting these ads for putting uh, foot pads. They look like fucking. Uh, Tea bags you put in your sock. They're absolutely. Don't be showing me feet. It's bad enough you're showing me an ad. Don't be showing me feet. Anyway, here we go. Too there. Okay, we got a lot of young tops coming out here. Blonde tops. They're wearing um, polo shirts, gold boots. Look, they're hunks. They've gold boots, polo shirts. I like the guitar, I like the pace of it. Kind of a Rick Springfield vibe. That's catchy. Digaloo, digalay, bad at Bay. I'm gonna go skip ahead to the course. Look, they're a, they're a bunch of hunks. Uh, look, I'd say I'd say a couple of the girls uh, probably saw these lads, and uh, I'd say Sweden woke up with a few extra fjords that day. Um, you know, because they're hunky guys, gay men as well. It's catchy. Here's the key change. Give me that key change. So much better. Take me to your heaven. Or dig a loo, dig a lay. I got something to say. I'm going to have to give it to Sweden. 1984 with dig a loo, dig a lay. With the Harrys. Um, so congratulations to the Harrys. Um, for for winning again uh, for Sweden there. You are through to the Eurovision pod round three. Um, Okay, uh, what do we got next? We got Russia 2008 uh, versus Luxembourg um, 1965. So let's go to um, 2008. This was a controversial one, I recall. This was the year before Alexander Rybeck. um, And Russia, although they won... They were receiving quite a lot of booze. This was during the annex of Georgia now. This is when it starts getting pretty political, at least in my recent memory. Um, but an annex, you know, but they, you know, the, the kind of fucking invasion. It invaded uh, Georgia. Um, you know. You can hear a couple of boos there already. Um, 
And this was in uh, Serbia as well, so. So the guy, this guy looks like Darius. He's not wearing socks. He's wearing white trousers and a white t-shirt, no socks. He looks like um, a South County Dublin <laughs> family portrait. You know, they were all asked to take their socks off. Dad's not happy about it. That's good. Very J-pop vibes off that. Oh, we belong together. It's strong. Would have been a hit for JT. It's an okay song. There's a lot thrown in here. Okay, I'm going to skip ahead to two minutes. This is when he um, stands on an ice rink. <laughs> and then a lad starts with a lad with a violin. And then the guy starts uh, skating around him in a circle. It's kind of a banger. It is... Is it though? Hang on, I can't really go. Hang on. Uh, is it a banger? I. It's okay. It's not great. Um, I like that, you know. But I think that's because I'm thinking of. Oh, baby, baby, we belong together. I wish I knew the lyrics to that. Um, when you left, you lost. I'm not singing. I'm not singing. We belong together. Um. That is against, okay, so that's Dima Blaine, looks a bit, and actually does look a bit like Dived Blaine, uh, this Dima Blaine fellow. Uh, that is up against Luxembourg's 1965 Poupée. Um, 1965, there uh, we go, Poupée de Sarri, Poupée de Sang. Uh, and I'm familiar with this one because this was written by uh, Serge Gansborg, of which I have a tattoo of. This is France Gaulle for Luxembourg, the winner from 1965. It's already moving at some clip. Now, I don't know what this song's about. It's nice. I like the kind of moving down the keys. If this was written by Serge Gansberg, it's probably about her being some sort of like lollipop baby. Uh, baby doll who needs to learn about love. Actually, I might just... I am, I am actually just going to Google what Poupe de Sari, Poupe de Son means. Um, <laughs> Poupe de Son is, uh, it means a doll stuffed with straw or bran. Like she's a little doll. I fucking called it. Uh, I like this song. Um, it's nice, a big Baroque sweeping banger. It's got a whopper hook. The um, actually, let's just see. Oh, there's a comment here. After she won, so after France Gaulle won for Luxembourg, her boyfriend, Claude Francois, broke up with her. 
he was a singer too and couldn't stand her having more success than he had. Then Claude wrote the song about their life together, Comme d'habitude, as usual, in, in English, and Frank Sinatra sang the famous English version of the song, My Way. It's a banger. That's a banger. And also then David Bowie was given the task of rewriting the lyrics. Everyone was tasked with rewriting the lyrics for the Frank Sinatra song, and his was denied. So he wrote his own version of that song, or his own kind of version of that kind of big sweeping my way kind of song, and it was called Life on Mars. So there you are. And I said there'd be no facts in this one, but uh, I couldn't resist. Okay, that's way better than um, that shite, that I, the Russia shite, with fucking Darius. Hit me, baby, one more time. Okay. Sorry, Darius. Uh, it's Poupe de Sons time. Congratulations to Serge and Franz Gall. You are through for Luxembourg 1965 into the next round, round three of the Eurovision Pod Contest. Okay, we have Ireland 1993, my favourite Irish entry of all time, even though I, my head is battling with my heart. My logic has been torn up. My head is battling with what's that song? My head is battling with my heart. My head is... Oh, yeah, my logic has been torn apart. Bikrunga, sway. Um, but we're not talking about that right now. Okay, um, 1993, Neve Kavanagh. In your eyes. Bit like Versus Luxembourg, 1973. Just utterly fucking brilliant. And a great just pop song. Made myself an Try to take my heart Again, might not be the best. The best probably is Rock and Roll Kids, but I just... No, Neve. You are the face of Era. You are Aaron the goddess. This bit. All right, let's do the bit. I don't even know exactly where to go. Yes. This is like, hey, Linda Martin, this is how you fucking do it. Not having to go. Absolutely, I'm getting chills about it. Um, great song, as I established last year on the pod. Uh, my favorite Irish entry of all time. But uh, you know, my head was battling with my heart, and at the end of the day, it was it was um, rock and roll kids that that won it. But look, this isn't against rock and roll kids. This is against Luxembourg's 1973 entry, uh, which is called "Toutes Rencontres." Toutes Rencontres. Um, With Anne Marie David. I wonder if she's any relation to T. Hey, am I uh, am I at the drive-in movie theater? This is very sandy by John Travolta. The second win in a row for Luxembourg. 
if they actually are from fucking Luxembourg. Like the bass. I like the kind of 50s vibe. Like that. That's satisfying. You know when melodically it just makes sense? It just... She's going, she's got crazy eyes. You want to see this? Um, I like the chorus. It's a melody that satisfies me. Uh, does it finish strong? Bass going fucking 90 here. And the drums. Look, thanks so much for coming. <laughs> thanks so much for coming. You know, it was really great. It's just, um, I don't know if you know that. It was a really good audition, um, Anne-Marie. Uh, I just don't know. Do you don't need Kevin? She was in here earlier. Yeah, so that's... But again, look, we have your, we have your CV. Um, you know, if we uh, if we do have any more openings here in HMV, we will we will uh, give you a bell back. But uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give it very happily to Neve Kavanagh for 1993's "In Your Eyes," my favorite Eurovision song, uh, Irish entry. Uh, okay, uh, next up we have um, we've got Israel 1978 versus Italy 1990 with a song confusingly called 1992 but look let's go to israel 1978 uh here on the eurovision pod contest um so the fine european nation of israel um stop showing me foot bags stop trying to sell me this shit i really can i can i click on that don't show me this ad where can i click don't show me this shit anymore i don't want to see foot bags i don't want to see this this is offensive this ad is offensive to me it's abrasive to me. Can I? Okay, look, I'm just going to. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, here we go. This is called Abanibi from Israel. Okay, hang on. This is Isar Cohen and the Alphabeta. I'm really digging the pace. First win for Europe, or for Israel. I was going to say the European nation of Israel. Whoa. So you can't see this. It kind of looks like a bit of a... I mean, I hope this isn't disrespectful. Kind of a Jew-fro uh, Jackson 5. They've all got Afros. I like the pace. I like that. I'm loving the bongos. Whatever's going on here with this bongos. Give that guy a raise. What you have here? It's fun. All right, look, we're going to skip ahead to the bongo solo. Fuck, yeah, all right. Now, all of a sudden, I'm chasing down someone in fucking Harlem. 
Oh, jumping over cars. Get that guy! Grab that turkey. It's a pretty good banger, and it's a pretty good banger straight out the gate for Israel to win, to be fair. It also absolutely bangs of Israel, which is great, you know? It's a, it's, it seems like an, authentic, an authentically, uh, you know, uh, Hebrew banger. He bangs. Uh, he, bra- uh, you know, I think it's in, in Hebrew. Um, well, that is up against Italy, 1990, with a song, as I said, very confusingly, uh, called, um, called, hang on, what's happened here? Um, where's, my, where's my playlist? Oh, here we go. Um, uh, so, yeah. Oh, it's not here. Oh, it is. Italy, 1990, with NCMA, 1992. Never snap to guy. Here we go. Italy, 1992. Or NCMA, 1992, um, by Italy, the winners of the 1990 uh, Eurovision. This uh, gentleman's name is Toto... Toto Cotungo. Looks like Maradona. So this is called NCMA 1992. Again, I do speak fluent Italian, so I believe this song is about uh, a ballad for the world to inseminate the year 1992. It's, it's a ballad for, for growing the population as much as we can. And he succeeded. Congratulations. Got a nice kind of Richard Marx kind of ballad pace going here. Alright, I'm gonna skip ahead when it really starts getting going here. It's a bit of a shit. <laughs> like, we are the world kind of thing. It's like... Not great. How are you going to finish? Unite Europe. Yeah, look, it's a no from me, too. It's a no from me, bro. It's a no from me. Look, you seem like a nice guy. You look like Maradona. Um, you know, you got a fun little ballad there. But it seems like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like they wrote the song for the message. And then when you write it for the message, it has to be this kind of like, we are the world kind of vibe. Like, we're all getting together. It's a charity single kind of vibe. And it's not for me. You compare that to Israel, 1978, Abby and Abby uh, from Izar Cohen and the Alphabeta. You know, you know, it doesn't hold a, it doesn't hold a, a menorah. To, 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 to what they got going on there, um, you know, uh, 12 years uh, previous. So with the greatest respect, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a no from me. Uh, but congratulations to Izar Cohen and the boys. Uh, you are through to round three of the Eurovision pod contest. Okay, next up we have, um, we've got uh, Greece 2005 versus the UK 1967. Okay, Greece 2005 versus UK um, 67 and five. Here we go. Um, so this was when we're in the middle of this whole. This is a Eurovision song. 
This is called My Number One by Alina Paparizou. This one in Kiev in 2005. Very Eurovision y. From 2001 to here, all the songs. It's also a bit scary. See, this is the era where the big six are always delivering like a pop song. This is the era that Europe are delivering like Euro- European Eurovision bangers. It's a good chorus. And like, I'm not mad at it. Helen Paparzu is an absolute star. Um, And look, like, I mean, I don't mean to objectify, but is Helen Paparazzo straight from Lost? Because she's an absolute smoke monster. Do you know what I mean? It's a decent chorus. All right, skip ahead. There's a bit where she plays a guy like a fiddle. Yeah, so you can't see this, but she's pulled a lot of ropes out of a guy's belt and he's pretending to be a puppet and now she's got like a kind of a bow like a fiddle she's playing him I like the kind of the kind of moon baton kind of bass it's one of the better ones of this Eurovision style song but anyway this is against Sandy Shaw Uh, for the UK's first Eurovision win, Puppet on a String, 1967. If you say you love me, this is very kind of Paul McCartney plot along granddad shit, the kind of (laughs) that John Lennon called the granny shit he didn't want to play anymore from Paul. Reminds me of my mom, this, um, like just the voice, Sandy Shaw, because my mom's got a very low voice, you know. But this isn't a very strong performance. My mom would have done better. I'm a one that they say that you care. Look, I like the hook. I actually love the hook. Um, but it's uncomfortable to listen to. Alright, I, at 1.37 I think I started really getting into it. Yeah. That extra bit of drum. Start headbanging a little bit. If you say you love me. Like a puppet on a string. Key change. Key change. Look, Sandy, I like you. I respect you. You're a good looking. Uh, it doesn't mean bad about that, but uh, you're not very 
<laughs> you're not as I'm not mad on that song. I I think I got to give it to to Helen um, for Greece to the Desert Five. I think that's a better banger. Um, I respect you. I think you're. I think what you've done. Um, are you, um she's still knocking about. Sandy Shaw. Uh, yep, yep. Oh, she's only twenty here. Oh my God, she. Lo- um, okay, I thought she was a bit. Uh, I just thought she was a bit older than that. Um, she's she's got a, an MBE. Um. We're the first. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to move on. Um, thank you very much, Sandy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. And congratulations to Helen Paparazzo. Uh, you are through to round three of the Eurovision Pod Contest. Uh, okay, we've got Azerbaijan 2011 versus Israel 1979, the year after the, the, the Jackson 5 uh, Israeli crew. Uh, crew. Um, they had another tune. Uh, Israel, two years on the trot. Okay, uh, Azerbaijan 2011, which is a tune. Uh Isanam de, Isanam de, fucking, uh, Isanam de, running scared. Oh yeah, this is a, oh, this is a fucking banger. Um, running scared for Azerbaijan. Um, here we go, and so this is Ellie and Nikki. Um, they're an attractive enough couple for from from Azerbaijan. I'm here. I'm in this. Yeah. Fucking yeah. This is absolute fucking uh, Gary Barlow Renaissance vibes here. This is this is the take take that comeback type of tune. Oh come on, did Barlow write this? So they're wearing white suits. They're surrounded by people in white suits with angels. Um, That's great. This is a sort of wedding montage banger. This tune makes me want to make, like, YouTube tribute videos to, like, Buffy and Angel. Or, like, Cloud and Tifa. (laughs) <laughs> like loads of FMV sequences from Final Fantasy 7 cut in with this melodically so interesting like they're they're doing a lot of nice octave jumps They're making some very bold, brilliant decisions in the vocals of this. This is brilliant. I totally slept on this. I, I would I would sit there comfortable. I might listen to that when I finish this. Um, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I really like that. Um, I'm, I'm surprised, you know. You've got to listen to my headphones. Um, anyway, this is versus Israel 1979, the year after um, Isar Cohen and the Alphabet has won. Um, this is uh, Hallelujah. The um, the winner for 1979. This is shit. This fucking honky tonk fucking. So the name of the band is Milk and Honey. 
just been joined by another fella with an afro. Um, this song keeps doing that, like it keeps. And then another guy joins here who looks like Jaws from Bond. <laughs> he looks like Jaws. Looks like he's about to bite into a fucking steel cable. I'm not having a go with the guy. Well, I am, but I don't. I don't want him to be upset. All right, get swinging at. Get swinging now. Okay, where was this? This is what this song needed the whole time. I like the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still shit. Still shit. Um, uh, I gotta give it to. to I'm running a scared tonight. I'm running a fan of breathing. Cause I'm all you need. <laughs> I've had a beer. Uh, or a, a whiskey. Um, double and Irish whiskey. Um, okay, I am going to give it, of course, to Azerbaijan 2011, to Nikki and whatever the fella's name was. Um, Nikki and. Uh, L. <laughs> well done. Okay, we got 2015 Sweden versus Spain 1968. Now, um, this is the one about the. This is Sweden 2015, and it's a very impressive visual, um, visual performance. And luckily, we have the visuals. The same, the same multimedia, um, genius who who set this up is, is and sounds like I'm being condescending here is is doing Ireland's entry, Leslie Roy, this year. So it should be a good, uh, it should be an impressive performance. I think this one won because Mans Zelmerlo, the singer, he's a hunk. He's a grade A hunk. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> and uh, there's not an ounce of fat on him or the performance. And a lot of people were into the kind of, you know, I'm not mad at the Avicii sort of shit. Uh, I know a lot of people are. And that's kind of tickling that kind of vibe. And it's a cool kind of thing he's doing with a projector. Like he's dancing with a little drawn stick man boy. And the guy even kind of scooches down beside him. It's, I mean, it's all right. I'll go into when it really kicks in. You might remember this one. This was just 2015. Like, it's all right, you know. I could see, like, you know, Leinster highlights been, you know, shown over it. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? But we're dancing with the demons in our minds. I mean, I can get behind the message. I just, I've never been a big fan of it. Look, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's fine. Uh, that's up against... Uh, that's up against Spain, 1968. La, la, la. By Massey. Um... Massey, uh, Spain, 1968. This is La La La. So Massey is um, very 60s looking. Okay. Here's a pace I wasn't expecting. Again, very orchestry. 
pretty grim now. That's sad. I was getting excited about it building up. This is the first colour performance um, from what I could figure out. And, and what a lovely colour she is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, my notes here say uh, that I wrote for myself. Skip to 218 for some really big fucking laz. Alright, give me the big laz here, um, Maciel. That's a pretty big laz. Look, I'm gonna reluctantly give it to uh, to Sweden. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, you know, it's probably, but it's just you can't really deny. It. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you can't really. It's not. It's not catchy. I don't. I never want to listen to it ever again. But it's just you came out there. You you did it. There wasn't an ounce of fat on the performance, and you know you smashed it out of park. So you you got to give it to Sweden there. Um, congratulations, man's. You are through to round three of the Eurovision pod contest. Okay, next we have Turkey 2003. This is in the middle of the um, the, the kind of, you know, proper continental Europe, uh, you know, Eurovision song boom. That doesn't make any sense. But what I'm saying is that... Um, Do you sometimes find... These are the proper... Fear. Shut the fuck up with these ads. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Stop selling me foot fucking tea bags or how to hustle and make money or hate women, apparently. Anyway, next up. Here we go. Uh, this is Turkey. Sartab Erinir. Erin. This is Sertab Eriner. Every way that I can. Okay, here we fucking go. Welcome to Constantinople, bitch. So what we're seeing is a load of women dancing around. They've got big, um, <laughs> they've got a shiny gold skin, gold lights on them. They look like genies or jeans. This is 2003. pretty good it's a bit scary though they're shaking their chests and the crowd just went mental all right there's a bit of a wrap at 150 here we go very pussycat dolls here I'm in love with you. You make me want to, huh, huh? I'm in love with you. Don't you know that I'm in love with you? Huh, 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 huh? That's impressive. It's pretty good. Look, it's pretty good. Um, And I like the... This is the year where that kind of thing, you know, the thing, the first kind of buzz you expect from the Eurovision, that kind of that kind of tune. And um, this is when they they really had a run, and it was great. It's great to have that, you know. We had a run, they had a run. <laughs> I don't know who I'm, who I'm trying to uh, convince here. Okay, um, 
and that is against Luxembourg, 1983. Although, were they even from Luxembourg, I wonder? Uh, this is Corin Hermes for Luxembourg. That's not the song. That's an ad teaching me. Um, for, for Junior Cert Grinds. That's very appropriate. Thanks so much for that. Brilliant. Thank you very much. You fucking hit the nail on the head there between your teabag fucking shoes and your Junior Cert Grinds. Thank you so much. Maybe it's... Anyway. So this isn't part of the song. All right, where is the song? Oh, yeah, this is only one ear. I'm so sorry about this. So this woman looks... Looks like she was standing in front of a Dyson hairdryer. Her hair is completely blown back. She's got one of those, like, pink... Um, ruffly shirts like it looks like a it looks like a fanny quite quite frankly um, I've, I've actually looked at this video on multiple YouTube uh, videos of this and they're all one ear for some reason someone really fucking dropped the ball that night in Luxembourg well actually no it wasn't in Luxembourg it was in Germany she looks like Dazzler. She looks like the 80s superhero, Marvel superhero, Dazzler, who's like a pop star superhero. That's an impressive vocal. I mean, like, it's almost getting there for me. She's very talented. Hang on. Yeah, she gives it. Gives it welly, I think, at here. Here we go. Gives it welly here. I mean, it's fine, you know? Maybe it's because it's just one ear. It's pissing me off. <laughs> it's pissing me off. Sorry, you let the side down. Look, I'm going to have to give it to Turkey um, in that every way. Every way that I can. Um, and uh, congratulations to Turkey, 2003's entry into the Eurovision. You are through to round three of the Eurovision pod contest. My condolences uh, to Corin Hermes and Luxembourg. If you even are from Luxembourg, I highly doubt it. Um, okay, Denmark... 2013, again, one of my favourites from recent memory, versus Netherlands, 1957. This is the second year. Uh, okay, let's go to 2015. Sorry, 2013. And let's just line up the audio again. Just make sure we go three, two, one. Beep. Okay, this is um, Amelie de Forest with Only Teardrops, Denmark's winner for 2013. And I remember hearing this at the time and thinking, do you know what? There's a fucking chorus in this. I don't know why I'm swearing so much. There's a chorus in this that uh, uh, no tune is going to beat that year. It's impossible. The sky is red tonight. We're on the edge tonight. A lot of personality in the vocal as well. No shooting star to guide us. I for an eye. What tear each other apart. This time we Remember people going 90 for the tin whistle as well. You'll hear it. Listen to this chorus. What a hook. Oh, 
Sorry, am I... Am I... <laughs> am I Dustin Hoffman? Because this is a fucking hook. People going 90 for that tin whistle as well. They learned a lot in having like a, a tender moment from uh, Norway a few years back with the old uh, violin. And just, you know, when you see a song again, I keep talking, I keep talking about it. You just see a very confident, tight as a drum performance. And this is what this is. Let's go to the big build here. Blows up here, around here. energy in the room how many times can we win and lose how many times can we break the rules between us only two drives how many times do we have to fight how many times do we mad. get it right between us only teardrops only teardrops yeah I mean come on Yeah, look, it's a great, it's a banging tune. It's got 37,000 views. That's the most views of any Eurovision entry so far. Um, that That's, uh, anyway, that's against the second ever winner, <laughs> which was the Netherlands in 1957. This is uh, Corrie Broeken with uh, Night Else Tune. She looks like she's about to go for a swim. Well, she's wearing a swimming outfit. Beautiful language. Not having to go to Dutch. This is very close to her face, and it's a nice face in the performance. I mean, it's fine. So this one for the Netherlands in the second ever Eurovision Song Contest. Without knowing what she's saying, which I do know, but I'm not going to necessarily divulge. Um, I imagine she's talking about maybe listing all the things that she loves about her, her love. You know. Hang on, I, I wrote here in a previous note, skipped at 2 minutes and 21 for uh, a shocking Eurovision moment. <laughs> There's a guy with a violin pops up. Oh yeah, I remember this now. So the camera was so zoomed in, he snuck up, blew the fucking monocles off the judges coming in here, playing the violin. The first European, the most, the first shocking moment. Uh, the first Europe, Eurovision shocking moment, 1957, this violin chap showing up. Books Fizz with the skirts was the second biggest one after this. Hey. It's going to be a no for me, guys. Look, the best of luck to you, Carrie Brocken and the guys. Uh, you know, I mean, no harm. Um, I don't, I need to stop Googling if people are alive. Um, Carrie Brocken looked the best to you. You did a great job. I hope you enjoy your swim. I hope, um, you know, Vico is not too cold for you. Um, but it's a no from me. 
So we're going to move on. Thank you very much. And congratulations to uh, Emily Forrest, Emily De Forrest, uh, and Denmark 2013 for only teardrops. Okay, now we're going to have Latvia 2002 versus France 1977. Okay, here we go. Latvia 2002. This is back. This is as part of the um, of the 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 Eurovision boom. This is within those years where these were just quintessential Eurovision songs. And uh, great to see Latvia get one in there. This is called "I Wanna" by Mary M. It's a woman dressed like Lou Bega, Louise Bega. The Latvian Annie Lennox. Latvian Annie Lennox. Latvian uh, E. Lennox. It's got a nice pace. I'm happy with that. This is quintessential Eurovision. And you got to appreciate the uh, how androgynous it is. She's dressed in a suit. She's dancing with women, dancing with men. That's good. This one has so many RuPaul um, costume changes as well. Now she's dancing with a woman. She's acting. Ay, ay, ay. Now she's dancing sensually with a with a woman. But now later on, they talk, take her hat off. Now these lads just ripped her shirt off. <laughs> and she's wearing a like a dancer's dress. Dancers slip. It's totally messing with you. It's actually spectacular. It's actually spectacular. It's actually very impressive. It's a good hook. It's a good hook. I know I'm saying the same shit over and over again. And then they pull their skirt down. As in, like, to cover the rest of her legs. It's an impressive performance from Mary N, um, the, the Latvian Annie Lennox, Latvian Annie Lennox, um, the female um, Lou Bega, Louise Bega. Um, but will it compete uh, with France's 1977 entry, um, which is... Uh, which is Marie Mirian, Le Ousseau, Le Enfant. De lumière qui voit passer au loin les oiseaux comme l'oiseau bleu. So I'm assuming le enfant means the eyes and the child. It's very loud. I'm trying to get a balance here. A bit boring. Apparently a 210 that really kicks in. That's not a good lash. Look, set of pipes on her. <laughs> Sorry, is this any good? I'm always saying is good hook, set of pipes, 
she's a you know attractive uh, unattractive. <laughs> is this any good? Is this any good? Have I lost it? Have I completely lost the plot? Should I just go? Should I just start reviewing the late late um, toy show all, all the time? Is that should I just go back and review late late toy shows? What am I doing? This isn't good. <laughs> this is shy. This is shy. Um, okay. Well, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? I came in here with no facts, right? I came in here just to get first impressions, and maybe that's not what a good pod makes. You're also not seeing this right now, but I can't have this on YouTube. But look, no, hang on, fucking, I'm sticking to my guns. This is great. This is solid gold. But look, it's just this song is not great. Marie, Marie Miriam, uh, I'm sorry, my dear, you are up for elimination, and it is uh, actually Marie M. Oh my God, is it Marie M versus Marie M? <laughs> is that is that true? Hang on, what's um. Sorry, Latvia. What did I say? It was Latvia? It's Mary N versus Mary M. Isn't that mad? That's mad. That's more than just a coincidence. That's mad. Let's not let that slide. You know when you have these lovely coincidences that happen, and then you're like, oh no, it's just a coincidence. No, something happened here cosmically. Um, and I'm gonna have to give it to Mary N. Um, uh, the 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 Annie the Annie Lennox one. Um, so my condolence is Mary M, but Mary N is through to the next. Okay, Germany, 1982. I'm beaching. Um, versus Norway 95. Uh, Germany 82. <laughs> versus. Okay, we got a similar witchy woman. Uh, kind of a long haired kind of um, woman at, at the guitar playing here for Germany. Um, this is 82. This is Nicole. I don't speak German, but I believe Ein Bitchen Frieden means that bitch Frieda. I think it's a scathing country western ballad about the, the work of Frieda Kahlo, which is a shame. I'm a big fan of Frieda. Oof. I don't like that bass. It's a bit too safe. This is the sort of tune that you get in the taxi of some Navin taxi man after you get back from, you know, after you emigrate back to Dublin and you're like, oh my God, why did I move home? <laughs> He's playing some country western shit and you're like, oh my God, I've made a huge mistake. What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Um, I'm not having to go to Navin. Um, and then you start second guessing, emigrating back or moving home. Uh, I'm going to move ahead to, twen- to 216 where you apparently hear a set of pipes. Look, it's it's fine. I just don't like that. The doom, doom, doom. The bum, bum, bum. I don't like country western music really at all. Let alone the stuff you find uh, on Irish radio. Not having to go with anyone specifically. Uh, all right, this is the tune that knocked Ireland off the number one spot. We came second in '95 after this tune from uh, Secret Garden, not Savage Garden, as I unfortunately found out. I was like, "Oh my God, they're Norwegian!" And then it's like, "Oh no, it's Secret Garden." Uh, with Nocturne, a similarly witchy enough tune, similar to to Emer Quinn, which would win it uh, for for The Voice next year. Um, okay, skip ahead a little bit. Oh. 
Wow. I feel like I'm walking through a snowy forest in, in Norway, watching a, a beautiful maiden wash in a fjord. Looks cold. <laughs> Looks cold in there. Hope she's doing all right. Should I do something? Should I stop this? Unless she's some sort of Wim Hof advocate and she's understood how to breathe to maintain her heat. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, this is all right. Your one sang for a little bit. Now it's all violin. Now it's some pan pipes. Oh my god, we totally stole this. <laughs> we totally... Emer Quinn totally stole this whole vibe. Which I'm kind of glad we did, you know. You, you, you're, you get a good influence going, you know. Very little vocals. Again, this is just music front and center. Bold move, and it's the tune itself is musically quite satisfying. If this was Clonid, this would be, you know, I'd be like, you have to listen to this. I'd be telling people you have to listen to this. Secret Garden, I'm going to give it to you. I, I, I didn't think I, I was listening. I, again, I listened to all 68 winners and took a couple of notes, and this song didn't impress me. Against Ein Beecher Frieden, it's good. It's very, it's very, it is quite good. And I'm going to give it to you. Congratulations to Norway. You are through to the round three of the Eurovision Pod Contest. My condolences, um, Ein Beecher Frieden. Um, all right, next up we have one of my favorites as well. This is Germany's Win from 2010, Satellite, a very charming song by Lena. Um, ow, 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 I got a funny little feeling about you, like a satellite. Oh, hang on. Here we go. It's got a funky kind of um, Valerie kind of Mark Ronson beat going on, which I like. Uh, where I'm just Arthur die. Very charming. Selena's just out here. She's just out here in a black dress, just dancing. That's the whole thing. She's so she's smiling. Just kind of selling her very kind of affable self. Of course, it's Whopper. Like a satellite. Love, I got it bad for you. I got it bad for you. Great accent. This is great now. <laughs> I even did my toenails for you, I did the other day. That's a fucking chorus and a half, isn't it? The xylophone kicking in there. What a fucking banger. I loved it then. I loved it now. I thought I should have won then. I was happy it won. Great job. Great job, Lena. Uh, all right. Before we, um, <laughs> before, we give, <laughs> before we give it to Lena, let's hear uh, who it's up against. Uh, this is Denmark 1963 with Dance Vice. Um, Denmark, 1963, uh, with the song Dance Vice. This is, uh, I believe, Denmark's first win. This is uh, Grith and Jorgen Ingman. They are a husband and wife, I believe, and 
he's playing the guitar and she's singing. It's cool. That's nice, it's funky jam. Yeah. I mean, he's not adding much, to be fair. That's funky, and it's in, you know, I like that. That's a strong vocal performance from uh, Greta. I tell you, you can call her Bloody Hunter, because she's given it welly. Uh, and you can you can call him Ugg uh, because he's a bit too comfortable. Uh, I have here skip to 139 for the first guitar solo in Eurovision history. All right, I wrote these notes for myself. I just don't remember what it sounds like. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. That's not a great uh, guitar solo, bro. She's great. And actually, I do like the sound of the electric guitar. It is the first electric guitar we've seen in the first 10 years of the Eurovision. It's a, it's a, it's a well-thought-out, expertly-delivered song, but it doesn't hold whatever the uh, Danish uh, equivalent of a, of a candle is. Uh, some sort of hig vibe uh, candle for uh, Lena's... Um, German winner satellite. That's just that's just an absolute unadulterated banger. So congratulations, Lena. You are through to the next round of the Eurovision Pod Contest. Right, we have five more. Are you with me? Are you still with me? We're getting this. We're getting through this. It's going to be great. Okay, we have um, okay Estonia, Estonia two thousand and one. Um, this is uh, okay. This was now these lads are the are the are the, are the craziest mismatch. Every night's a Friday night. Ladies, this show feels right. You got Craig Charles and James McAvoy up here, essentially. Xavier versus uh, Robot Wars. He's got big frosted tips. He looks like he's, he's literally wearing like a work office shirt, untucked. They honestly look like they both won. So this is Estonia, Taner, Tanel Pader, and Dave Benton. It actually looks like these two both won a competition to perform the Eurovision for Estonia, and they just couldn't decide, and they sent both. It's got pace, and the vocals are delivering. I mean, to be fair, if it was James McAvoy and Craig Charles, it would look just as mismatched. So, you know. Here he is. <laughs> He's pretty good. To be fair, it's pretty whopper. I'm turning around on the sun. Alright, let's skip ahead. They shake hands. They're having a great time. They shake hands and decide to deliver it to us. 
Yes! I'm actually totally turned around on this. Come on. Na 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 yeah! Okay, I think I've heard enough. That's going to be up against Luxembourg's 1972 this time. Uh, winner Après Toi. Um, okay, just ignore that sound there for a second. Oh my god. Uh, Luxembourg 1972. Après Toi. So, um, so again, I do speak fluent French. Après toi means after you. Uh, I believe this is a ballad about holding the door open for someone. After you. Well, after you, madame. Chivalry is not dead. Why am I doing this voice? It's uh, just so you think I'm doing a bit rather than me actually trying to uh, you know, flirt with you by opening a door. You know, I don't, God forbid, you ever thought that I wanted to see you naked by opening this door. So I'm actually just, I am genuinely being chivalrous, but I'm doing this voice as a self-defense mechanism. Oh. Anyway, this is Vicky Leandros uh, coming out here in a, in a long black dress. Um, it's cool, it's got strings, it's big, it's bombastic. Okay, let's see what you can do with it. Come on. Close it out. Got to give it to everybody. I got to give it to Craig Charles and James McAvoy for... Estonia 2001 Come on everybody Gonna sing along And move your little body Or whatever they say um, Congratulations to Estonia I'm sorry Luxembourg Not your Just not your Not your time uh, Okay moving on Moving on We got a We got a fucking big dog here We got a Doberman We got an Irish Greyhound Coming out here We got an ancient Irish We got a fucking dire wolf Of a tune Coming for you right here This is Sweden's 2012 Winner, Laureen with Euphoria. And this tune. Oh my god. Melody number six. Euphoria. This Laureen. is just a fucking. Sorry for swearing so much. Here we go. You're already hooked. So Laureen looks like Claudia Winkleman, which I'm not mad at. Eternity's an open door. Just building. Like, this could just be in itself. You don't need the drop. You don't need it. But it just sends it to the stratosphere. I'm actually getting chills. Come on. Just let's fucking... Come on. Let's just fucking go. (laughs) 
Now, can I just can I just point something out? You'll hear it again. You'll hear it again, right? I'm going to play a bit more of it. But where the synth actually goes, like that's the same kind of thing you have when a bass plays when a bass plays with a bass drum, and you get this extra oomph. Like that is literally hitting the notation of her fucking speaking, and it's just ah. Oh, here we'll do a little bit more. And this beat that just comes out of. I love this bit. This beat before it gets into. Here we go. I I don't know how any tunes beat <laughs> I don't know how any tunes gonna beat this. I'm not even messing. What a fucking tune. Sweden are just the absolute best. From Abba to Lorraine, the pop masters. I'm on, I'm actually crying. <laughs> actually crying. It's just her on the stage doing nothing else. Just walking around with her fringe. Look, um, I'm not, uh, you know, that's a, so this is, <laughs> this is going to be against, oh my God, do we even want to? Okay, this is France 1958. <laughs> you have, okay, this is France 1958, this fucking Pee Wee Herman looking crooner fella. Uh, it's pleasant. But he does look like Pee Wee Herman. He's got the suit, he's got the bow tie. That's more Fat Albert. I love a French crooner, as you know. As you know. He's doing a lot with his face right now. So this is a uh, Doors Mon Amour by André Claveau. Um, he's singing about uh, he's singing about his love of Doors, I believe. <laughs> I love Doors as well. Um, j'adore j'adore handles as well and skirting boards. Okay, close strong. Let's see. It's a nice croon. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Look, it's got to be Loreen. In fact, if I, I don't, I don't think I can listen. I actually, I actually think. All right, I, I, this is insane. Lorene is through, but look, what I'm going to have to do here is I'm, I'm going to have to just do the rest for the next pod. <laughs> like, there's two more in this category, but honestly, I feel like I can't listen to anything. I, I feel like Lorene has absolutely spiked my sugar levels or whatever's, whatever's happened just now. It is honestly one of the best bangers, <laughs> the best bangers of all time. So congratulations to Lorene for Sweden. You are through. My condolences to France. Yes, it is a great song. Congratulations on your first... Um, 
Eurovision win from 1958, but unfortunately it is Lorene going through to the Eurovision pod contest round three. Look, thank you very much for listening to this pod. If you want to listen to part three, it'll be over on the Patreon, but the grand finale, which will include the semi-quarters and finals, will be here on the main feed uh, over on uh, uh, next Tuesday. I want to thank my sponsor at a pod, the Dubliner Irish Whiskey. Do get yourself a Bunga Bunga cocktail and enjoy it. Uh, you can go to the dld.ie and get that there or follow them at, follow them at uh, Dubliner uh, Whiskey. Uh, at Dubliner Whiskey on Instagram. Um, thank you very much. If you like this and you want to hear more, you can go over to the Patreon where you can hear part one of this and you can hear the next part of this. Um, and for the equivalent of a price of a pint a month, um, you can keep me being a full-time Eurovision aficionado. But thank you very much for listening this far. <laughs> I'm absolutely spent. And I will see you over here uh, next Tuesday or on the Patreon on Friday. All the best. Bye-bye. Don't you get a wish at show?